Section 15 of the American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 12, March 23, 1881. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Paul Harvey. The American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 12, March 23, 1881. Selections from Our Letterbox, Part 3. Three-fourths of the bees dead. The present severe winter has killed three-quarters of the bees in this section. Bees have not had a thorough cleansing flight since November 8. One apiary of 61 colonies, well packed in chaff and plenty of good stores, will not go through with over 50%. Mine have been confined in the cellar for 118 days, have wintered well so far, but are becoming uneasy. M. A. Gill, Viola, Wisconsin, March 13, 1881. Mortality of Bees in House and Cellar I put 60 colonies of bees in a house and cellar last November. Twelve of them are dead, and I have taken out one and a half bushels of dead bees. Nearly all have the dysentery. I cannot do without the weekly I wish it much success. Milo Munger, Harvard, Illinois, March 14, 1881. Bees doing well. My bees had a nice flight on the 9th, 10th, and 11th of this month, and are now doing well. It is cold again today. J. R. Wagoner, Grantville, Kansas, March 12, 1881. Dwindling in the Cellar I put 53 colonies in the cellar, in good condition, which are all alive but one. But there are a great many dead bees on the bottom of the cellar, more than I ever knew before. I gather them up and carry them away occasionally, to prevent their tainting the air. Will the loss of so many weaken the colonies, and what is the cause of it? My bees have not seen the light this winter, yet they seem all right excepting the loss of so many on the cellar bottom. William F. Standish, Evansville, Wisconsin, March 9, 1881. Editor's Note. If the colonies were very strong, the loss may not be appreciable. The cause may be attributed to age of the bees when put away and subsequent long confinement, or the cellar may have been too warm at times and the bees become uneasy. Editor. Contradictory Experience. The poor bees have suffered dreadfully in this locality, and the circumstances and conditions under which some have perished and others survived the past trying season are so varied that I am quite at a loss what to think about bee preservation during the winter season. I had twelve colonies last fall. I packed six with chaff six inches thick around them, and have one colony left of the lot. There is honey in the combs, but the bees are all dead. I put three colonies in the cellar. Two of them are alive, but in a bad condition, the combs being dirty and moldy. I left three on the summer stands, and one is yet alive. None died for want of honey. There was plenty of food for them in the hives. The six were put into the chaff in the latter part of November and taken out on the 8th of March. The combs look clean and free from mold. About a week before I took them out of the chaff, I had taken off the front boards, and finding the bees alive, shut them up again. 
Upon taking them out, this was the only colony that was alive. When I took the chaff off, the bees were crowded around the entrance, ready to fly, which they did at once, and had a lively time until they were driven inside by the approach of night. Do you think the other five colonies were dead the first time I looked at them? They had a passage through the chaff, one inch high by four wide. A friend of mine here had four colonies wintered outside, with an old piece of sailcloth over them, and only lost one, while old beekeepers, with between fifty and one hundred colonies, have lost one half, and others have lost all. F. A. Hutt, South Bend, Ontario, March 11, 1881. Editor's Note. Your question is a stunner. We have no data on which to base an intelligent opinion. Editor. Wintered without loss. My twenty-seven colonies came through the winter without the loss of a single one, for which I can thank four or five colonies of Italians, for without them I should not have had honey enough to have kept them through, even a moderate winter, to say nothing of such a stringer as we have had. I have withheld my opinion in regard to the change in the journal from a monthly to a weekly till I had tried it a couple of months, and will now say that it would be a great disappointment if you were to go back to a monthly. I am glad that you have so often devoted your first page in each number to the subject of bee pasturage, for that is, or should be, our leading study now, till we are on surer ground. The best way to make beekeeping popular is to make it pay, and it will pay if we can get the pasturage every year. I would rather have a tip-top honey plant than an apis dorsata, if it had a tongue long enough to lick the molasses out of the bottom of a five-gallon keg. We shall have plenty of white clover this year. William Cam, Murrayville, Illinois, March 12, 1881. Bees Uneasy in the Cellar This has been a very hard winter for bees in this section of the country. Nearly all the bees are dead that were left on the summer stands. I have forty colonies in the cellar, all alive but restless. They need a cleansing flight very much. The weekly bee journal pleases me very much. Charles H. Dow, Freedom, New York, March 12, 1881. Bees Much Better Than Expected My bees are much better than I had any reason to expect. I left them on their summer stands and did not even take the tops off, but I have them all off now. I had about 80 and now have 70 colonies in good shape. I find I must either attend to my bees or quit the business, and have made arrangements with a friend who has about the same quantity who will take charge. We shall call it the Gypsy Apiary, and our motto will be, if the honey will not come to us, we will go to the honey. Mr. Hedden thinks it won't pay to move for honey, and he is pretty good authority, but we will try. Keep us posted through the journal where is the best place to sell honey. Keep the ball rolling in the suppression of adulterated honey as well as other adulterations. I. H. Shimmer, Hillsboro, Illinois, March 14, 1881. Have young bees and brood. I put 15 colonies of bees into winter quarters and now have 13 in fair condition. Some had young bees two weeks ago and all of them have brood. 
The last two years have been very poor for bees, the last the worst, being followed by such a cold and long winter. About one half of the bees in this locality are dead. G. M. Given, Moores Hill, Indiana, March 14, 1881. Bees in the cellar, 135 days. I carried 22 colonies of bees out for a flight on March 8th. This is the first suitable day for bees to fly there has been since they were put in the cellar on the last of October. They came through the four and a half months confinement very well, except two or three third-rate colonies that had more hive room than they could well keep warm through this cold winter, and now they seem to be somewhat reduced in numbers. The day was rather cold, snow did not soften in the shade, but the sun shone brightly. The winds were asleep, and the bees seemed to enjoy the fray, but left a good number of the slain on untrodden snow. They were returned to the cellar at night, and will be supplied with water in their hives, hoping to secure the starting of a good cluster of brood before they are placed on their summer stands, about the first of May. I usually keep them in confinement without a flight for five or six months, with good results. But in 1879, brood-rearing ceased about the 1st of September. The hives were destitute to brood when carried out, April 18th, and although the hives filled rapidly with brood before it began to hatch, nearly all the old bees were dead, giving me the most disastrous case a spring dwindling that I have known in an experience of 25 years. I hope to avoid such losses in the future. A. Webster, East Roxbury, Vermont, March 10, 1881. End of section 15. Recording by Paul Harvey.